Hey, Emmy, can you say this is dinner for dessert? This is dinner for dessert. Close enough. Hey, Eric. Hey, Pump. What do you think is bad luck to eat on New Year's Eve? Lobster, chicken, ham, or cabbage? Chicken. You are correct. Yeah? Yeah, you are. Oh, I didn't know you knew like a real answer for that. Yeah, so chicken is bad luck to eat on New Year's Eve because um, chickens can scratch in reverse, like backwards. I guess they can like kick backwards and scratch you, which could signify the ability for them to reverse your fortunes. Wow. Yeah. I scratch in reverse on my sick remixes. <laughs> oh, yeah. Waka, waka, waka. <laughs> Jones, for 2020, um, DFD, can you do a segment um, piece, like musical piece that is purely just early 90s hip hop style? Oh, like a, like a battle scratch track? Ba- battle scratch track, and you have to do the fat boy noise in the background? <laughs> that one, yeah. It's gonna, I'm going to put that in. I'm going to put on like that, that one hit where it goes like, what the? <laughs> yeah, and you have to say something as wiggity, 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 whack at some oh, yeah. point. Yeah. Is that it, cool? Yeah, and it's going to have to increase in length with every bar. <laughs> so by the end of the song, it goes like wiggity, 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 whack. And then like the song stops. <laughs> so basically the best song of all time. It sounds pretty mint to me. I can't I'm going to get a, a guest spot by KRS-One on. Oh, my yes. God, yes. Rob Bass has to have a cameo. <laughs> That'll be so good. I'm going to do my best Chuck D impression. Yeah. <laughs> you need Flavor Flavor in your music video for show. Um, I'm just going to have Flavor Flav read a list of cities. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Pittsburgh. Yeah, but never like the big ones. It's got to be like Cincinnati. Look, go to Indiana. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Uh, we can't think of any other names. <laughs> all We're all just looked at each other like, that's it. I'm out. I'm out. Laguna, Indiana, and Cincinnati. Portland, Maine. Sacramento. Portland, Oregon. <laughs> uh, Portland, West Virginia. <laughs> Portland, Nebraska. <laughs> Miami, Ohio. <laughs> Miami, Ohio. Oh, how annoying must that be? Like, oh, where are you from? Miami, Ohio. That's where Ben Roethlisberger went to college. He did he? Yeah. I know I know a few people from my who went to Miami, Ohio. <laughs> we slept on a picnic table at a rest stop in Miami, Ohio. Did we? Me, you, and your brother Tom. I did not even remember that on day. On the way home from California driving. Oh my god. <laughs> I have no recollection of this memory. Yeah. Um awesome. Speaking of memories, I have a recommendation for later in the show about memory, and I'm very excited to share it with you guys. That's cool. Yeah. So how was everyone's Christmas? Uh, I was nice, man. I, uh, you know, I got some cool, I got some okay stuff, I guess. We usually don't exchange. I always say the adults in my family, we just put everything towards the kids. Yeah. Um, but this year I got a BP gas card. Nice. Two Taco Bell gift cards and a Chick-fil-A gift card. So that was pretty solid. And then I got a ticket to the Post Malone concert uh, coming up in February at Nassau Coliseum. I'm going with my oldest niece, Kylie. That's awesome. My sister got us each a ticket. I'm a legit Post Malone fan, so I'm... I'm pretty I'm excited. Jealous, yeah. Yeah. That's awesome. Uh, I want to get you a Post Malone t-shirt, I think. <laughs> what do you think about that? Okay. For your birthday, May 18th. It's way after the concert, but that's cool. It's fine. Um, you know, it's a gift that keeps on giving. You know? Yeah, so when we gave Kylie the ticket, we wanted to like box it up and make it nice, so 
I found the tour hoodie from this current tour that we're going to be seeing. And I got her, like I bought her the hoodie and we put the ticket, like like a laminated note saying you're going to see him on February 19th. Was she psyched? She was so psyched. That's awesome. That's awesome. We also got her, I don't know. I don't know if we talked about this on the air, what she like really wanted this year for Christmas. She wanted a road work ahead sign. Have we talked about this? No, not at all. But all right, I saw so, the Instagram video, so I, I was like, what the hell is happening? I need right, to understand so this. This kid loves nothing more than driving past one of those signs and going, road work ahead. I sure hope it does. And like she screams it out <laughs> at the top of her lungs. How old is she again? 16. Okay. So it's like the funniest thing in the world to her. So she goes, I really want one for Christmas. And I'm like, wait, I don't even get the joke. You got to explain. Road work ahead. I sure hope it does. Oh, like this, the road work. Oh, I got it. I'm an idiot. All right. So like she really wanted one. I was looking online. These things are like crazy money to buy. And like to ship them, they were even more. You should have just taken one off the street. that was my next step. But we have a friend, Mike Proper, who is like a foreman for a road crew. So So he actually has the real signs. I put out my like feelers to him. I said, bro, I know this is going to sound weird, but my niece really wants a road work ahead sign for Christmas. He goes, I could totally get you one. That's so awesome. He, so he called me that day. He's like, I went to the yard. And we had like 50 signs there, but they were only the picture, not the words. I was like, I need the words. He goes, no worries. On his way home, he passed another company's work site, jumped out of his car, <laughs> ripped it off, and brought it home. Oh, my God. That's amazing. <laughs> yeah, that's awesome. And yes. he scrubbed it down like multiple times for her, and like it looks used, and it's awesome. And the kid like freaked out. My sister put it on Instagram. She freaked out when she got it It's a, and immediately hung it over her couch in her room. Oh, that's awesome. This huge awesome. orange. It's huge, too. Like this orange road work ad. So. That's great. That's a great present. So that was good stuff. Nice. Did you do your normal um, tradition with with your niece, Casey? Uh, So, yeah. So every year she, even though she no longer believes in Santa, her thing ever since she was like five, maybe four, was she asks for something to eat from Santa. It would always be like a sandwich for me and her. So every year on Christmas morning, after she ate the sandwich, she would choose what the next year's sandwich would be. This year was ham and fresh mozzarella on a hero. They're getting more sophisticated. They're getting sophisticated. It, start, it started like, what, five, six years ago? Probably? It started uh, maybe seven years ago. It started with a pe- peanut butter and jelly sandwich. And it's like gone through the all these different cycles. Last year was like um, waffles with like Nutella inside. Like it's always something awesome. One year was Taco Bell, which was the best. That's so So fun. we each had a couple soft tacos wrapped in wrapping paper like that morning. Oh, that's amazing. <laughs> this year, though, was a, was a ham and fresh mozzarella hero. And she, we just ate them while she was opening presents, and it was mint. Oh, that's so cool. Next, next year, used to be like caviar. No, next year she <laughs> wanted, she wants to do uh, bagels. Nice. She's going. She's like now. She's like hitting like her her, her late twenties. <laughs> like every year she ages like seven. You know, she's like doing dog years of food. So obviously, like at, at some point it's gonna have to be really <laughs> soft because her teeth won't be able to chew the bagel. So like obviously, you know, my sister always had to get these done, and like it's hard to find a lot of this stuff. Like the night of Christmas Eve, and like you want it fresh. Yeah. You know? So she was like, when Casey said bagels for next year, my sister was pumped because, like, that's something you could just totally get the morning before easy, yeah. and then just make it. You know, like, it's easy. Oh, man. Can I be part of it? It's pretty awesome, bro. Can we she do it on the air? Start like, can we do a tradition? Like, first, <laughs> and we'll do, instead of Christmas Day, we'll do the first podcast of every year. We'll have. We'll have a little breakfast. We'll do a breakfast show where we where we make breakfast sandwiches. <laughs> okay. Can we pick? Can we can we decide what the first one's going to be? That's <laughs> like soon. That's like next week. It's right? Next week, yeah. Um, I don't care what's inside it, but I want the bread to be 
a glazed donut from Krispy Kreme cut in half. Oh, sold. Yeah. Yeah. Jonesy? I mean, I'll watch you guys. <laughs> oh, yeah. I forgot that. Sorry, Jonesy. Jonesy, you could have... Um, Wafers? Uh, yeah. Uh, get, I don't know. Some beets? I don't know. <laughs> some beets. We'll figure it out. Um, so that sounds like you had a lovely Christmas. It was very nice, yeah. Uh, so we got Nico um, bringing him into the nerd world. Yeah, Nico's your what? Thirteen year old. My thirteen year old nephew, and he's really into gaming. He loves his PlayStation, but he wanted to bump up to a gaming PC. So instead of just buying him a pre-built, I'm a nerd. I know what I'm doing. So we got him all the parts, and then Thursday morning we built his computer together. Oh, that's awesome! And now he hasn't left his room for like 48 hours. That's amazing. What kind of um, computer? Like, did you get all custom stuff? All custom stuff, bro. What's the Beautiful. case? Did you get him one of those cases that has like lights on it and everything? Or no? the case doesn't, but like the fan inside does. His RAM does. Nice. His uh, his CPU cooler does. So he's got his colors he could play with. His mouse and his keyboard have different colors. Oh, good for it's him. It's pumped and it's awesome. It's awesome. Yeah, that's great. It was I, like five hundred dollars total in parts, and it probably would sell for like twelve hundred if you bought it pre-made. Oh, I'm sure. The one I love my my MacBook, but the one thing that like what makes me want to get a pc is i, I want a gaming pc yeah because like, you can't play games on max man in august i built my first one my per- first personal one and i dropped close to three grand on it because i wanted it to be like top top notch you know yeah and uh i use it like way more than my mac now do you i do i i believe it i, lo- I really love it people everyone who who made the switch to mac like I don't know, ten years ago, whenever it became well, fifteen years ago, it'd be like when it started becoming cool again. Because Max, people forget that Max were like, like the laughing stock of the computer world throughout the nineties. Like if you go to someone's house and they had a Mac, you'd be like, "What the hell is wrong with you?" Uh, but now um, it was like it's been the cool thing for for like a full generation. So now people are starting to realize how awesome microsoft has gotten and windows is like the cool guy again yeah so i hated anything after like windows xp um but windows 10 man i know it gets bashed still by some people but i feel like that's just the snobs you're gonna get anywhere yeah i think it's terrific i love windows 10 though i actually had windows 10 set up on my macbook so i had um talking about being a nerd i did too for a while so i could boot up either yeah um, OS X or, or, or Windows 10. And uh, the only reason I took it off is because I ran out of storage yeah. in my MacBook. And I was like, I can't, I can't have like two versions of every file mm-hmm. on my computer. Anyway, so that sounds like you had a great Christmas. Yeah, it was very nice. How about you, Jonesy? Oh, mine was also wonderful. Went to my parents' house for Christmas Eve. Had a big, big party. It was great. Went to my aunt's house for Christmas Day. We exchanged some nice gifts. Two of them I'm going to recommend in the recommendation section, but the one really, really nice one, uh, my fiance got me. Um, well, I, I got to back up and tell the story a little bit. Um, my favorite. Do you want band, us to play background music while I tell the story? No, I think we'll be all right. Okay. My favorite band right now is Mariachi El Bronx. Right? They're a they're a, a punk rock band called the Bronx part of the year, and then they they play mariachi music part of the year, and wildly different bands. The Bronx is a punk rock band. The Mariachi band is a legitimate parent mariachi band. And it's awesome. Yeah. If you have never heard it, like listen, because it's great. Yeah, it sounds gimmicky, but it's not. It's like it's just legit good and catchy as hell. Yes. It's like mariachi with a with a rock twist though. Like it's got I a little it's got it. a little bit of love like it. you know meat to it. To, so it doesn't just sound like complete traditional mariachi. 
all those songs could definitely be played in a rock and roll form. Definitely. But they're not. So it, it turned out that it was the 10-year anniversary of their first album. So what they did to commemorate that was that they made a, a limited run of 300 pieces of vinyl, like see-through vinyl, for their – it's a reprint of their first record. And to, one step even further, the band members that played on the record signed it. They signed the jacket. Oh, that's awesome. Right. So I managed to get my hands on one, and uh, it was super cool. And it was just sitting on my shelf because I don't own a record player and I, I had no plans on displaying it. It was just hanging out. No, that's fine. So what my wonderful fiance Terry did was that she framed the record, like the jacket and the actual disc record, in a in a beautiful looking frame, like really, really, really nice. I put a picture of it up on Instagram if you guys want to take a take a look at it. And I also tagged the guys from Mariachi El Bronx in the picture, and two of them liked the picture. Oh, that's such nice. It's like justification. Yeah, which it's is nice. Like, it's nice. You know, and to especially like when I unwrapped that, like I was like almost teary-eyed. I was like this is like the best thing ever. Like she knows me so well. That's awesome. That's a cool gift that is. Yeah, I was uh, I was super psyched about it. I kind of want to open that up and play the vinyl. <laughs> oh, yeah. I mean, <laughs> the 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 flip side about it is that it's all on Spotify. You can listen to it anytime you want. Yeah, I know. I just love my record player. You know, I, I don't have a record player. I need to get one of those. You should get one. I, I recommend you the one I got. It's really nice. It's like an all-in-one, but it sounds fantastic. Can I? You know, it'd be nice to have it in here. Actually, in the That's, studio, it would look cool. the, it would look great in here because it's like a really classic-looking piece. Yeah, I'm gonna do that. And it's not a lot of money. I'm talking like a hundred bucks, bro, and it's awesome. Worth it. Speakers Worth it. are already in it. You don't have to hook it up to anything. It it sounds great. That's awesome. The cool thing about it too now is that you can buy vinyl records almost anywhere like they're easier to find than they than cds are you could literally get them on amazon yeah do but like even best buy sells them like, do they yeah I didn't even like know that. they have a huge section of them do you think cds are ever gonna make like a vintage comeback i don't think so uh, they said the same thing about vinyl I, I think they will like but it won't be for us it'll be for someone after there's us. no like classic feel to cd though yeah what about tapes tapes are like the worst like tapes have so much like sentimental value, but they sound like garbage, and they and they get like warped over time. There's another thing, yeah. Whereas vinyl doesn't; it always sounds clean. Like if you listen to like um, a cassette tape from the '80s, it's, it's going to be like it's going to sound like it's in slow motion. It's going to sound like after school special music. You know what I'm talking about? Yeah. Like, what was wrong with it? Like, whatever player they used to make after school specials, it was always like. I just feel like their sound guy was like was in the know and he was making it sound like he's messing with the tempo he just yeah. had like a little slider and he's just going back and forth on the tempo it was actually jones that was the <laughs> yeah, first <Jones>. job <laughs> meek june's trolling the original on the after school special <laughs> Honestly, oh, I, that's I, a I could, great segment idea can we do after school specials yeah i could actually i could tell you why that happens it's multiple generations of a vhs tape that get passed from tv station to tv station and every time it plays, it gets a little bit more warped to the tape, right? Well, what happens, too, is that they used to mail them, right? So, like, it would go, like, into the mail, like, be exposed to the weather, you know, and tape expands and contracts as it gets colder, you know, just uh. like anything does. <laughs> so yeah. by the time you actually put it into the VHS player, it's not playing the same thing that was originally recorded to it to begin with. Final records do the same thing. It's, it's less noticeable, but it happens. Well, it's really bad with the TV stuff because I feel like that the tape, it happens so much faster on VHS tape or, or cassette tapes than it would ever happen on any other medium. And after-school specials seem to always have that same problem. But how come all the other stuff that they, they aired on TV didn't have that problem? Because you're looking at, like, 
those tapes were made in like 1977 and you probably watched them on TV in like 87. Like those tapes were probably stored in some warehouse somewhere. Like they never thought that that was going to be a thing again. That's true. There's one after school special that I still remember that I really very badly want to find a version of. Um, it's about doing, uh, I think it's PCP is the drug that they're worried about. It, which, which one's Angel Dust? PCP. PCP. Yeah, it's that one. Getting and, wet. Yeah, the kid does Angel Dust and then just freaks out and jumps out of the window and that's how it ends. <laughs> he just like jumps out of the window and kills himself and that's the end of it. It's it's like super morbid. I remember like watching it well, at like three thirty on on TV. I'm like, what the hell? Growing up, did you ever have the urge to do PCP? No, it worked. It worked. It hit the it spot. Worked. It hit the spot right yeah. there. Did you ever want to smoke some sherm? <laughs> no, I did not. I never wanted to get wet or or any of those things. Sherm. Sure. <laughs> uh, um, uh, could we find a way? Could we reenact after school specials on in twenty twenty for DFD? Totally. You just have to be the worst actor ever. Yeah, like you play the music. We'll write, like you write some background warped music. No, Chris, a way to make... I don't want to do that. Yeah, and then we'll write like a really bad script. Mr. Johnson said that was bad for me. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not a chicken. You're a turkey. <laughs> we we should do this. You know what? We could get the cr- we could crowdsource the script. Totally. Like we could create like a shared. <laughs> totally. We could create like a shared Google Doc and let everybody write the script for us, and we'll just <laughs> yeah. read whatever's on there. Yes. Like no editing allowed. I am 100 percent in. All right, so we're going to do this. So we got two things to do. You have to do an early 90s hip-hop musical, in, like, segment Musical? Intro. Musical. A, you have full, to do an intro. a full rock opera. You have to do, basically, instead of Hamilton, which was, like, like more modern hip-hop, you have to do, like, the Aaron Burr musical, and it's got to be an early 90s New York-style hip-hop. All right, so I got to like pretty much the do- Bush Babies. <laughs> Um, so like I gotta redo Rent Far Side yeah, Rent with early 90s hip hop Rent Call it Lease <laughs> Be awesome <laughs> I'm so excited for this Alright so how was your Christmas? My Christmas was awesome uh, This was the first year that Aiden Is old enough to appreciate it So now I have two kids That get excited at Christmas Now Emily is obviously like Now she's at the full age Where like she wants things She, get, totally. like, she gets super excited For the things she wants I was just, it was really nice because um, they were just both like ear to ear grinning happy the whole time. And I was starting like, you know, as kids get every year, I get a little nervous that like they're going to hit like that, the bratty phase where like they're unappreciative, but they haven't hit it yet. So that was a good start. Just wait, friend. Yeah, no, it'll happen. It'll happen. I remember when we were growing up, me and my brothers, like, I like to believe that I was Always like the ones like, oh, this is a great turtleneck sweater that I'm never going to wear. It's bright red and super thin. And when you're fat and <laughs> when you're fat, shirts that are very thin are not your friend. Yeah. Rule <laughs> to everyone out there. Don't buy your chubby relative clothes. Yeah. Give him a gift card. Let him get his own stuff. Yeah. When you're overweight, <laughs> buying clothes is a very touchy subject, right? There's like, I only wore for like, there was a good like four years where all I wore was fleeces because I was like, oh, they're very slimming. Nautica fleeces. They're not slimming, but I wore them anyway. And then like, you know, huge Janko jeans, which I thought um, were a good idea. Nothing says frumpy like Janko jeans. I have picture proof, but I'll never get the okay from Pomp to post them. No. My the entire facade that I've created will be shattered if people saw <laughs> pictures of me in high school. But I'm holding them for for just in case just that in case ever happens. Just in case, in case we ever get like jet lag pomp again, and he gives me the okay. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so so that was awesome. Um, I think my favorite thing that that we got for Emily 
I mean, Santa got for Emily uh, was this dollhouse that uh, it's not nothing special about it, but it's really like spark. Like she, we just noticed she's starting to get more imaginative and like she plays more with like with um with like all her figures and stuff and like she makes up stories about what's happening and you hear her like in the playroom just having full on conversations with all the different characters like by herself in there. So the dollhouse like was really brought that up even like another notch because she, she'll like, we'll come in she'll be like, you gotta be very quiet because Peppa Pig's sleeping upstairs. Mint. And like she'll be sleeping upstairs in the dollhouse and she's like, oh, you know, she's got a belly ache so I'm gonna bring her down and I'm like, this is insane like how, how like creative it, it's, it's making her. So that was huge. Um, had a super meta moment with her, right? So I, we got her a Jasmine from Aladdin doll and she was looking around to see if it had any buttons to make it talk. And, you know, the whole point of those buttons to make them talk is like you're trying to pretend that the doll is a real person, mm-hmm. right? I, in the moment, I had like a quick knee-jerk reaction because I don't want her to be disappointed. I'm like oh, you don't need a button. You just pretend that it has a button that can make it talk. And then so now she pretends that she's hitting a button on the doll and then t- says like a line from, from the movie Aladdin. That's the thriftiest way out of, right? of getting a talking doll ever heard. But like, it's, it's, I had like a meta moment where it's like, she's not pretending that the doll is a real person. She's pretending that the doll is a doll with a button to make it talk. Do you know what I'm saying? It's like super meta. Like, I don't even know how to describe what I felt when at that moment, but like, she loves it now that she keeps pressing a fake button on the doll. I love it. So let me ask you, let me ask you a question. I want to know like your opinion. So now that you're actually Santa Claus, right? Like that's, mm-hmm. that's you now. Yeah, I'm Santa. Um, I know it's still like early. Well, cat, well, my wife is. I'm saying, but you guys are Santa now. Yeah. That's what it is. Now, 100%. is that frustrating in any way that you get zero credit for any of this? Um, I know it's still early though in like your kids' lives, but how do you think that's going to feel like going forward? So he, here's the thing. That's a great question. Only one of my kids can talk, right? So only Emily could talk. So I can't really speak for Aiden yet. But she, little kids, at least my kids, they don't uh, express their appreciation by thanking you. They they just like the thing. Does that make sense? Yeah. It's not like they're going, thank you, Santa. Even if they knew it was me. But they, they will. Even if they knew it was me, I don't even think that they would like be like, thank you, daddy. They just like will like it. They will. Maybe. No, I'm telling you, they will. Yeah, so I guess... It's going to hit that point. And when that happens, are you going to be jealous that someone else is getting the credit? Um, no, I don't think so. Although that's, that always brings up a great question. Um, whenever I do something really nice that nobody knows about, there's a, there's a natural part of me, and I'm sure everyone else, where I'm like, God damn, I want to tell somebody that I did something really nice. You know what I mean? Like, okay. I've, I've donated um, money to like certain like fundraiser things, like GoFundMes, as anonymous, like... like and I'm like, oh man, I should just put my name, but then I didn't. Does that make me a bad person? And no, it's just, I mean, it's it's natural that people want to be recognized for good deeds. Yeah, so it's like that feeling, if you want to know, but not as pronounced, because like you're honestly the best feeling. It's the best feeling in the world to see your kid happy. I don't know. I know it sounds silly, and that's probably the trap that people fall in when they spoil their kids, because they they almost get addicted to the feeling of making their kid happy and they hate the feeling of their kid being disappointed yeah those are the people who did pcp probably when they were younger probably or didn't follow the you it's know true. 
guidelines. Well, yeah, that's like you definitely have to you have to balance. Like you can't give them everything they want, and you have to because they have to learn how to also be disappointed a little. I think it's okay that they go through the phase. Like Emily hasn't gone through it yet, but I'm sure to your point, she'll go through the unappreciative phase. But in a way, it's an important phase to wake up Christmas morning, and be like, hey, by the way, you're not always going to get everything you want. Like sometimes life is going to let you down. Get used to it. You know, I don't, oh, I agree. I don't mean to sound harsh, but like, it's better to learn that lesson when you're seven than when you're 22 and your first job and you're, and you don't get, you don't get the promotion that you think you deserve. Like, you know, who's going to have the, you know, who's going to have the hissy fit and quit their job and, you know, do PCP and jump out of a window (laughs) and who's going to be like, ah, that stinks. All right. I'll get them next time. You know? Yeah. The people that were spoiled and got everything their whole lives are going to be the ones that freak out. So, so. Don't spurl your kids. Don't spurl your kids. Um, I got some cool stuff. Uh, I got two hoodies, which I very much needed because I've been wearing the same hoodies since. Who doesn't need hoodies? Yeah, I've been wearing the same hoodie around the house. Not kidding. For a close to 15 years. So much so that the elbows, it's a, like a burgundy hoodie, but the elbows are just white. Because that's how worn down they've become. So I'm you wearing. You sell that for 10 times as much as you bought it for. Yeah, it's vintage now. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, the hoodie I'm wearing at the moment is one that Kathy got me. I got uh, Coffee of the Month, which That's we're awesome. drinking at the moment. It's, we're del- drinking it's delicious. From, it's from Nicaragua. Yeah, it's very delicious. Uh, got What is the Coffee of the Month? It's some Nicaraguan coffee from... No, he means like, what is the thing? Oh, you get... No, that's not what I meant. I wanted to know oh. what, what kind of coffee it was. It's, it's a medium roast okay. from Nicaragua. Okay. And it ta- the tasting notes say it tastes like almonds, um, almond, honey, and something else. But it just tastes like delicious coffee. I, can't, I keep looking at Jones out of the corner of my eye and thinking he's wearing overalls. Yeah. And it's driving me nuts. You do look like you're wearing overalls. He's wearing so, a... Uh, yeah, go ahead. I am wearing a hoodie... This is the only hoodie I own that's not, uh, it doesn't have like the logo of the place that I work on it. And it's like red sleeves, but it's blue in the middle. And it's the same color blue as the jeans I'm wearing right now. <laughs> so it looks like he's wearing blue overalls with a red, sh- a red hoodie underneath it. I look like really I'm, Mar- I'm Super Mario. <laughs> you do look like Super Mario. Huh. It's a me. It's a Mick Jones. <laughs> Mick Jones. It's a me, Mick Jones. <laughs> um, so the coffee of the month was, was a, was a, awesome gift totally she got me baklava because i'm obsessed with baklava it's a it's a weird thing baklava is the dessert version of my taco bell obsession like those are my two obsessions uh and then so uh party socks which is what i can't go wrong wrong. one has whales on them i just peeked to see if you're wearing them no i'm barefoot at the moment but um they have one has whales on them one has like polka dots awesome yeah so that was I was psyched about that. Your wife got me socks one year when she used to work at a, she used to work somewhere. She was a fashion designer. She was a fashion yeah. designer, and, and she did a whole sock. Um, thing. I thought it was brilliant. Uh, where they did three socks instead of two, so you had an alternate in case you lost one. And the third sock was always a little bit different than the other yep. two. And, and she got me she got a few you. pairs of those, and they are, I still have. They're so dope. So like, if it was you know red socks with white you know toes you, the third one would be like a white sock with a red toe and it was really cool and i would wear them i would wear the mismatched one with one of the regular ones yeah 
Okay. So I'm, I'm, a, I'm so wild and free-spirited. That's yeah. the kind of things I do. <laughs> you know, I just got like nostalgic. I miss those days. She used to like text me. She'd be like, oh, what do you think about this pattern? I'd be like, that's awesome. Do that. Make that. And I then, miss like, those group texts as well. Yeah. And then um, she used to do a lot. She used to design a lot of stuff that was in like TV shows just randomly because she worked for Urban. She did Urban Outfitters like accessories. And for whatever reason, Urban Outfitters accessories were like always on sitcoms. So we'd be watching like Big Bang Theory. She'd be like, oh, I did that scarf. Oh, I did that scarf. I'm like, wow, that's awesome. Um, so that was cool. Way to uh, go, Catherine. <laughs> yeah, way to go, Catherine. I got uh, whiskey, which I always get every Christmas, and it's the best. That's why when people come over my house, I could always offer them whiskey because I, I have so much of it. I have a very, very uh, extensive whiskey collection. You do. It's nice. I got so. a bottle of Bullet this year. I forgot about that. Oh, nice. My cousin, yeah. Nice. I wasn't expecting it. We don't usually exchange. Nice, nice. So I Santa Claus myself a little bit. Nice. Yeah, I bought myself some presents this year. You want to hear some of them? Yeah, okay. Oh, I got a guitar strap for Christmas too. For my acoustic. Um, I bought myself a bottle of Bullet 10-Year Bourbon, Ooh. which is my favorite. Uh, I have my, my three favorite bourbons. If anyone ever wants to uh, buy me a gift, I'm looking at you, uh, Mike Arnone and Derek. I'm just, I don't know why I just call that audience. Wow, members. you two getting the just call. Buy, huh? Just buy me some whiskey one day. No, I'm just kidding. Um, th- my three favorite are Bullet Tenure, Basil Hayden's, Basil Hayden's, and then, I know it sounds boring, but good old-fashioned Maker's Mark. Yeah. Like, if I'm at a restaurant, I'm not going to be like, do you have Bullet Tenure? No, I'll, I'll, get a maker's, maker's, yeah. I'll get a Maker's on the rocks, and it's beautiful. Yeah. So those are my three favorite, and I know when I get whiskey as a gift, and I love that this happens, I get different stuff because people are like adding to my extensive collection, which I, I need them to do. I can't have 35 bottles of Bullet, right? So I, I, I knew that was going to happen, but I really, really wanted Bullet 10-year and Basil Hayden, so I bought myself a bottle of Bullet. Nice. Bo- bottle of Basil, Hay- Basil Hayden's. <laughs> I bought myself Grand Theft Auto Five on PlayStation, <laughs> and I'm super psyched. I'm waiting for you guys to play with me online, though. Word. Because I don't know what I'm doing yet. I've only it. done like two missions in the story. I have never mode. played online. Oh, really? Yeah, I've only done oh, story. Online is really fun, but I, the last time I played it was like maybe a year after the game came out. It has changed a lot. Like it's a really, really popular thing right now. Yeah, I'm excited to play with you guys. I played for like 10 minutes. I couldn't figure it out. Like you have to like pick mission. I don't know what you do, but I was walking around the casino and walking around the casino. I went outside and I saw another player. And I was like, I like freaked out because I'm like, I don't know what's happening. I forgot that this is online. And the other player got on like a, a motorcycle that was like a jet engine. I don't know how to describe it. It was like a floating motorcycle. <laughs> and he like he like was staring at me. I was like, uh oh, what's happening right now? And then all of a sudden, he just shot a rocket at me and killed me. I was like, oh my god, that's how that's how it is, huh? It's all like- right. Well, uh, I'm gonna have to learn how to play this and find that guy and avenge my death. So we'll get him. We'll get him. That game we'll get you XX Zero Killer XX. <laughs> that, game, that game online is total chaos. Like way more so than like that Red Dead game was. Red Dead was garbage. Yeah, because it didn't make sense. But in Grand Theft Auto, it makes sense. Yep, they tried to reenact it with Red Dead, but you're never gonna yeah. catch that lightning twice. No. So I'm I'm very excited to play with you guys. And so those were the Christmas gifts I bought myself. Awesome. I mean, it was twenty bucks. It was it was on sale, so it I wasn't even. It. it was fifteen. Oh, it was fifteen. It was fifteen yeah. bucks. Fourteen ninety nine. I actually bought it as well because it was such a good price. And my disc, my niece has my disc, so I was like, I'll just buy it for fifteen oh, bucks. Sick. I'm so excited to play with you guys. I bought it too, unless Terry's listening to this, in which case I did not. <laughs> <laughs> sorry, sorry, Terry. <laughs> uh, very excited because you guys won't play Fortnite with me anymore. So no, never. So this. Oh, is- but th- that game. 
So I don't listen to this nonsense. So my nephew Nico is a huge Fortnite guy. Okay, he makes like the tournaments and stuff. He's really good. He played on PS4 forever. Now that he has the computer, he's like, okay, cool. I want to link my stuff up. I was like, awesome. Wish I would have run into this a little more because apparently what Fortnite does is when you first play Fortnite on PS4 or Xbox, if you choose not to make an account and just play the game, which most little kids do because they just want to play the game, yeah, they create an epic gamer tag for you that you don't have the info to. All of your purchases save to that, not to the system you're playing on. So all the things Nico's bought in his life have saved to that gamer tag on Epic that he doesn't know the info to because they don't give it to you. So now when he goes on Epic.com the other day to get Fortnite on the computer and link his PlayStation account, it wipes out all that because he linked a new Epic account to it. So now he has none of his stuff. So now I think we did something wrong. No, I go read on it, and there's like Reddit forums full of people who are like trying to put together a lawsuit because it's ridiculous. You could definitely call and complain over well, and over. Nobody's getting responses from Epic. Uh, put me on the case. Yeah, yeah. I am relentless. How crazy! One is of that, my though? few superpowers is being relentless and to get until people get me. But nowhere do they say by logging by by connecting your PS4 account here, you will lose everything. Like that's not written. It should say, "Hey, if you already." have been playing this click this link here's how you should do it yeah that's that's horrible so now this poor kid who was like level 200 on a battle pass or whatever is back to one so he could we we complain and even if they can't like get him back his old account they should at least give him like a hundred thousand v bucks so he could go buy back everything that he paid for because he had cool stuff like the stuff that's only released for a little yeah that stinks like that the, stinks i yeah. felt really bad for him he was like whatever and then he goes on first time playing with a mouse and a keyboard and comes in first two times in a row oh, really? Battle Royale. oh in solo mode ha- first he's like I've, he's never used a keyboard and mouse to play games wow. before. i did win so for those who don't know fortnite it's actually one of the hardest games out there and i think a lot of people who don't like it don't like it because how hard it is when you play in like certain modes solo mode Actually, probably like squad mode when it's like you play with three of your friends and then you play against a bunch of other squads is probably the hardest because like the people that play that are like coordinated attack, like strategic. And if you're just like putzing around with your friends, you're going to get like slaughtered. Anyway, I it's a very big deal if you ever win for normal people. For Nico to win two in a row is a huge, crazy huge deal. Like, I don't know how to put it in perspective. Like, you could play the game for a year and a half and never win a battle. Yeah. Ever. Yeah. I won on Christmas morning. And That's I was, awesome. Put it this way. I won on Christmas morning. I was so excited that I screenshotted it and sent it to you guys. Yeah, you did. <laughs> like, that's how I was like, oh, it's a Christmas miracle. <laughs> yeah, he was pumped. And I guess that kind of took the sting out a little bit. But, I mean, you know, he's like, whatever. He plays it enough where he'll get back to, like, whatever level on the battle pass he was. That's not the problem. It's all the things he had. Yeah, because you. Like, I feel terrible. Yeah, for those who don't, who've never, who don't know much about Fortnite, like it's a free game. It's a completely free game that you download on PlayStation or whatever. And um, the way they make money is in the game. You could buy, like, you could buy like fun things. They don't make. They don't give you any competitive edge in the game at all. They're all cosmetic, like skins. They're called skins. Like where you could be different characters, or you could have different types of. Uh, um, like they call it back bling, like you could like different 
just accessories, I guess. It's all cosmetic accessories. But you actually pay real money for these things, and it's like fun. Like for, for like little kids, it's fun. Like I I don't buy anything on that. Like I just buy the battle pass every year. But you could actually, if you play enough, you earn enough like V bucks, which is like the currency inside the the game. And you earn free outfits and stuff. Yeah. Too. So you earn a lot of stuff. So you ne- like I haven't spent a dime on Fortnite since the first like 20 bucks i spent but, no and he only but pe- other people could spend like hundreds of bucks because they they want to buy different skins and like different different well, the other know? the other big problem is that not all those skins are offered all the time that's a huge problem that's like, what pisses me off like right now is limited edition it's all star wars themed yeah so you could be like all the characters from star wars you could be kylo ren you could be and um, he just Rey. bought them all like that's what pisses because the kid loves star wars yeah and what's gonna happen is those are gonna be gone soon like in a week those aren't gonna be there and you can't buy them anymore they, they just won't yeah. even be available so all right we're gonna we're gonna we're gonna have a, a good talking to with epic <laughs> yeah. games i may have to take a little ride to the office yeah oh my god you want suge knight the epic Games ceo <laughs> oh my god hang him upside down off the balcony <laughs> That'd be amazing. So yeah, so yeah, that was Christmas. <laughs> so it sounds like we had a great uh, Christmas all around. Yeah, that's awesome. All right, so um, that was a thirty-seven thirty-seven minute, minute intro. intro. Wow. All right, Need so all. let's let's uh, no shenanigans. Let's just hit it with the uh, feedback loop. Wow, we're we're professionals. Okay, so our first feedback was uh, criticism of of me and you, Eric. Damn it! So it was from uh, my brother Tom, who said, um, who basically. So do you remember last week we started the show? We said, "Hey, Jonesy, we've been thinking about what we um, what we want from you for Christmas." Okay, and it's to sing the recommendation song live, and okay. then he performed it. Yeah. So my brother Tom called us selfish jerks because instead of thinking about what we could get Jonesy for Christmas, we thought about what Jonesy could get us for Christmas. Now, he's got a point, and Jonesy, I'm sorry, but I do want to defend myself for a second and say I did buy Jonesy a Golden Girls book for Christmas. And I got him an ID card holder with a stretchy um, cord. Yeah. So. Oh, yeah, directly from Jerry Larrakuta. <laughs> yeah. Union so, president. <laughs> so, um, feedback taken. We take all the feedback. This one I will debunk as a myth. Sometimes we take that feedback, we crumble it up, and we store it in the filing cabinet for later. Yes, that's right. That's right. And the filing cabinet is our garbage pail. <laughs> so, what can I say, guys? I bring a lot to the table. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Um, so from our buddy Dorney, he said, the best feedback I gave you last week was about the number zero and, and the Mayans and also about Edward James almost. And both of them didn't make the show for for real good reason. Well, (laughs) just want to say, so Dorney has some of the best feedback every week and I absolutely love it. We tried to capture all his feedback last week, but it was like spread out through like text messages over days. And we missed a few. So, so Rich, we're sorry that we missed these two. Um, but we did get like 11 other pieces of feedback <laughs> from you on the air last week. Uh, the number zero, I think, is really interesting. I think we have to get to the... Like, we need to do like a full... 
research, like study on the history of zero so we could actually explain it on the show properly how the number zero was created. Cool. We'll put that in the filing cabinet for later. And, uh, we'll get that done. <laughs> It'd be like that episode where Eric was sick or something, and then me and you did the show, Jones, and it was just like an oh. hour and a half science podcast. <laughs> I don't, and we I don't, lost all of our listeners. I don't want to say that. I don't want Eric to show up, but one one of those a year is good yeah. enough for me. <laughs> yeah, I think I think people will appreciate the quirkiness of an Eric uh, an Ericless episode where all we do is talk about weird obscure science and there's no humor it's just straight talking about science i like to think one of my abilities um is getting this show back on rails when it goes off that's a hundred percent sure i'm always good at bringing it back to the point that we were aiming for originally so when i'm not here there's no one to do that that's you guys like a runaway mind card like that's uh, honestly that's (laughs) like i'm like the i'm like the engine right (laughs) We're say we're a car. I'm the engine. You're the steering wheel. Yeah. Jonesy is the mu- the the radio playing, <laughs> and all, and the paint job because Jonesy's all the flash. He's the he's the he's the talent. Let's be honest. He's the guy. You know, I just keep the I keep it moving. You keep it going in the right direction. Yeah. You know, I push it forward. You steer the ship. You make the ship worth being on. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. That's you know what I'm saying. Like right now, right? I'm gonna compare this as to like. We're taking a train from Long Beach to Manhattan, right? Okay. And you two guys, like, make sure that that train gets there, and I'm the guy that goes, stand clear of the closing door, please. <laughs> and then, but then when Eric's not here, like, that train just decides to go to, like, <laughs> I, I don't know. Yeah. It, goes, yeah, it just goes back and forth. For a long, it never, the doors never open, so no one's ever allowed in or out. Just so goes back and forth. Th- it's like the yeah, the doors never close, so we're just like, hey, the doors open. Like we need some air today. Why not? Like, and then like we just honk the horn when we feel like it, and like we never put the gates down, and we just maybe there's a car in the way, and we just run it over, but it doesn't matter, you know, because we're a giant train. Yeah, and I- then like someone smokes PCP and jumps out. The <laughs> <with> the- <laughs> did you just curse? I did. I'm sorry. Oh, oh man, they just gave me work. What time? Right, what right before forty two minutes. It. 4157, 4157. I have to remember that. Okay. Train derailment. Thank, thanks, Jones. Thanks <laughs> right. for giving me extra work when I could be ha- spending time with my children after this. It was like, oh, no, sorry, kids. I can't take you to the park today. I have to go back and censor out Jonesy's curse. It's okay. Um, All right. So Dorney also says, if you listen to Pomp talk about his childhood, it sounds like he grew up in Nazi Germany. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So my childhood was, was pretty good. Uh, it does sound that way. I attribute the lack of normal American childhood experiences on two things. One, my dad's an immigrant. And two, um, I have two older brothers. So what that means is I had zero say. Because of my two brothers, I had zero say what media was being played, watched, whatever. They were always two and four years ahead of me in what they were doing. So when I was at the age to watch Lion King... There was no way in hell my brothers were going to let me put Lion King on the TV. Does that make sense? So uh, say I was seven, right? When I was seven, my brother Frank was 11, and he was watching like The Exorcist. So seven-year-old me had to watch The Exorcist. Or um, I was watching movies like The Great Outdoors when I was five years old. Or um, Planes, Trains, and Automobiles. uh, Stuff like that. Like I watched a lot of comedies 
that were way too adult for me when I was way too young. And there was no iPad or iPhone where you could like watch your own thing in your own room. That didn't exist. Exactly. It I did. We had, and we only had, we only had like one. Now that I think about it, we had like one TV that had VCR. And that's what you watch the stuff was on a VCR. My TV in my room, I was spoiled in my bunk beds with my brother Tom in our closet of a room. We were spoiled with the TV. Yeah, bunk but beds that came from Nazi Germany. They were they were very Nazi Germany esque. Yeah. Oh, they were kind of, oh my God, you're yeah. right. But my so you remember my room, Eric. I do. It was tiny. I do. But we did have a TV. But it was only like antenna. So it was I had channels two, four, five, seven, nine, and eleven and thirteen. Was it in black and white like Schindler's list? <laughs> Probably. <laughs> Jesus, I think we're going down a path we shouldn't. Uh, but uh I only watched whatever my brothers wanted to watch. And whatever was on regular TV, the only time I got the remote in my in my room that I shared with my brother Tom was when he fell asleep. So he would fall asleep and then I'd I'd like sneak up into because he had, of course he got top bunk because he was a jerk and got the best bunk. I would find the remote that he would like fall asleep holding, take the remote, and I would I would switch the channel to uh watch Jay Leno, Conan O'Brien. So that was like what I watched when I was like seven years old. I was watching like and I was like an insomniac, I couldn't sleep. So and then my dad being an immigrant means like I didn't have like football Sunday, you know? I didn't like watch football with my dad or like have a baseball catch with him. He's like, you got to go to work. I'm like, I'm 10. He was too busy watering the sidewalk. He was watering the sidewalk, smoking a cigarette, never, ever ashing it. But the ash never fell off the cigarette. In just short jean shorts. Very short jean shorts. And then like um, no shirt ever. My dad hasn't worn a shirt. I always joked that my dad was going to show up to my wedding without a shirt on. (laughs) Um, And just like gold chains, just gold chain and jean shorts. The best. Smoking parliaments and water on the sidewalk. And never ashing them. The, oh, the, mem- the childhood memories I have are so good. Yeah, with that mustache. Uh, so it, my childhood w- had a lot of awesomeness, but it was just different. While, while I didn't do like normal stuff, like have a baseball catch with my dad ever, I've never had a baseball catch with my dad, ever. That never happened. Have you ever had a baseball catch? <laughs> yes, but just not with my dad. Other people's parents. <laughs> <laughs> but what I did have, though, was my dad taught me how to ski. That's awesome. He, we had a, we had ATVs when I was really young. So I was, I was driving motorcycle. I was riding motorcycles when I was eight, nine years old. So you were, you were learning to ski and ATV away from the Germans. From the Germans. <laughs> <laughs> so I learned how to ski. I learned how to flee Germany. Um, I learned how to horseback riding. I learned how to. Oh, I, exactly. I was in a rodeo. And we all know because Eric likes to bring up that I got eighth place in like the egg and spoon race <laughs> the in the rodeo. Race. Yeah, the it was carrot the race. The carrot race. Yeah, I came in eighth place and they you gave me a kept ribbon. The ribbon. Not only did I keep the ribbon, I put it up on the wall. But for the record, I put that ribbon up in my adulthood as a joke. Eighth place <laughs> in the carrot race. I've seen that ribbon. I was robbed. And by uh, the way, there was only eight people competing. <laughs> so, uh, um, so yeah. So I had a great childhood. It was just different. I just didn't do the normal. I didn't do the normal stuff like watch. Bambi and Lion King and all that stuff. So, so, so to summarize, what just happened was Pom said my childhood was not like Nazi Germany at all. And then everything you said <laughs> drew an exact parallel to Nazi Germany. The bunk beds was a bad idea to bring up. <laughs> I was in a tiny cell with metal bunk beds. And I had, it was occupied by people that would change the channel on me at any at drop of a hat. My dad forced me to work all, all the time, just like carrying boulders in the backyard and never paid me a dime. Um, and never for a reason, just yeah, moving them just from one side, side to the other. other. Um, so anyway, 
<laughs> I feel like we've crossed the line. I don't know. Thanks, uh, Dorney. This is my favorite segment ever. <laughs> so the next um, piece of feedback comes from Ben. Do you want to read this one, Eric? Because <laughs> it's really long and I'm going to butcher it. <laughs> Thanks for putting me on the spot. Yeah. On the chicken fajita thing, I was doing a catering job that was Mexican food theme and was joking around all day calling them fajitas. See, that's where it goes wrong when you joke around beforehand yeah. and think you're going to be able to say it normally. You can't. Yeah. Once you say fajita a few times, it feels so good that you want to keep saying it. So he said for the first two people on the line, he called them fajitas. But then the third person online was a cute girl, and she asked, what did you just call them? And he responded with vaginas. <laughs> oh, my God. I meant, <laughs> I meant vaginas. Oh, my and God. she just looked at him, and he's like, just take it. Just take it and go. Just take it and go. <laughs> oh, that's bad. And I know I know that's, that happened because it happened to you, and I was there for it. It's, it happened. 100% happened. Anytime anybody like jokes about it, it was at Friendlies with yeah. me and you, and it just it's unintentional, but your brain is already stuck on it, and it happens. Yeah. Um, you want to read the next one, Jonesy? Yeah, this one comes from Mike Arnone, a very good friend of the show. Nice guy, heart of gold. <laughs> Says, guys, I have a sleeper selection for notable Christmas movies. March of the Wooden Soldiers. I could not agree more with him on this. And uh, we talked about this, I think, through a text chat. And uh, I did a countdown like two years ago, I believe, on social media where I did my top 25 favorite Christmas movies. I started it on December 1st, then I went through Christmas Day. And this was on my list, funny enough. And when I said it to him, he didn't believe me, and I had to go back and find it, and I found the Instagram post, and he was the first comment on it with like 100 claps. (laughs) Oh, nice. So he's not BSing, and I wasn't BSing either. Like, it's a great movie. They show it on Thanksgiving, and they also show it on Christmas Day. So it kind of sets the season up. Have you ever seen it? No. Laurel and Hardy? Oh, it's unbelievable. And I, know, I know what it is. Their right? humor still holds up, which is incredible. That's awesome. Super good movie. I feel like if you were to ask the generation just older than us what their favorite Christmas movie is, I bet you that's way more common. I know myself and my yeah. sister have watched it since we were little kids, like on Channel 11 every year, Thanksgiving and Christmas Day. I love those types of traditions. You know, me and Kathy were uh, talking about what is like the 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 thing that like that really sets off the holiday season and like the holiday spirit. You know what it is for me, and we both agreed. Um, it's a song. The it's the most wonderful time of the year. That song. Whenever that I hear that song the first time, I'm like, ah, now it's Christmas season. Is that weird? Really, that song? Yeah, is that weird? A little. It's something about it. It's just like it just it's got that like. Christmas time. I don't uh, think I've ever like heard that song without me specifically playing it. Really? Yeah. I feel like it's in every Christmas movie too. I feel like Whenever, every every time I walk into a CVS, that's on. It's either that or that Andy Williams song. Happy holidays. Happy holidays. That guy's voice sounds like a cassette tape that you played too many times. <laughs> Andy Williams is the best. That guy sang so many good things. We should do uh, Andy Williams Appreciation Day. <laughs> and then never air the episode. <laughs> it's going to be a split episode between Phil Collins and Genesis Appreciation no, Phil, Day. No, Genesis doesn't get it. Phil Collins already had his Appreciation Day. Yes. I feel like we did it on the original show. Yeah. You know, I think about that from time to time. Is there any way that we could like take the, the, the lost tapes of DFD and like put them up on, like, on the dark web so that we don't get sued? 
and then so people could listen to like the <laughs> the illegal episodes where we completely uh, used other people's music without their permission. Yeah, just change the name of the show. Yes, good idea. <gasps> Great idea. We could call it dessert, just dessert. No, nothing, nothing involving us. Okay. P- I don't P- pizza. No, that's still. Damn it. What the hell's wrong with you right now? I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. Um, okay, th- we have uh, feedback from Tommy, who's, um, who said, if you guys do a live event, I will 100% fly up. Yes. Awesome. So Tommy's down in Florida. That would be amazing. Uh, and I'm very happy to hear that he, he'd, be, uh, he'd be down for a live event. Uh, he's also very surprised that Jonesy didn't say he wanted to name last week's episode Gravedigger. Uh, he feels that was a very big missed opportunity for you. I want to uh, pull back the curtain a little bit, like expose some of that fourth wall stuff. There's a very long conversation every week about what to name this episode. <laughs> yeah. And every week I say Gravedigger. <laughs> every week these guys want to murder me. Like they're so tired of it. We really are tired of you in like every way. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. No, we just can't. Say yes because every episode would be called Gravedigger. <laughs> so What's that, wrong with that? Cool. That's what we'll call the lost episodes. Yes, all of them. It'll just every single Grave episode be called Gravedigger. Yes, that's the name of our podcast. That's it. Our dark web podcast is podcast. Podcast. Posicast. Not the negative. We just talk, yeah. We just talk about only things positive. Podcast. Um, and if we number them, it should be Roman numerals because Roman numerals are the only things that Gravedigger understands. <laughs> So Gravedigger can never appreciate the, the zero episode. No. Because I don't think there's a Roman numeral for zero. Gravedigger XVII. That's 27. <laughs> XVII. Isn't X10? That's 17. Is X10? Yeah. That's 17. Gravedigger MLV11. I get lost at that. That's 1100. In five, seven? It's a lot of episodes. Yeah. I don't, think we, have, I don't think we have that many. No. A lot of graves to dig, y'all. We have 54, to be exact. <laughs> wow. Um, so Kyle says, would throw 50 to 100 bucks to go to a live podcast. Also, best Sega Genesis game, Zombies Ate My Neighbors. Uh, agreed. Um, and awesome about the um, willing to do. If Kyle, if you're willing... To do fifty uh, to hundred dollars to do a live podcast, we can do a lot with like catering. Probably do an open bar. Yeah, yeah, totally. Right, so that could be a whole thing, like where you get, you know, that fifty to hundred bucks gets you maybe a raffle. We'll do giveaways. Like that gives us a lot of definitely room to do a lot of cool things. So I feel like this is shaping up to do become oh, a thing. One hundred percent, it's going to happen. So I know there's a couple of places. I know that we ha- we do have listeners all over the, the the country and probably some people around the world. But for those who are willing to to come to New York or already local, we'll probably do it in the Long Beach area. And we've been talking about it off the air. We're probably going to try to get some some artists to perform. So make have some musical acts. Uh, probably TK the Architect if he's down um to to perform you know more light stuff like not like a rock show yeah. it's gonna be more chill and then uh we'll probably record like a three-hour episode yeah and then you know maybe we'll edit it down if there's a lot of like filler but um we're we're definitely gonna do this we're gonna we're gonna book a we're gonna book a a private room at a at a restaurant we'll set up we'll get catering open bar raffles yeah 
music. And what's cool is like instead of asking the questions on Instagram, we're just going to ask them. And you guys are going to give your answers like right there. Yes. Oh, my God. We could do like <laughs> full on like instead of, oh, that's so good. That'll be huge. Like we'll come up with the with the list of questions beforehand that we want to ask out. We got to get a wireless mic to hand out in the crowd. Yes. With an on-off switch because the ones we use don't have an on-off switch and that'll be a bad idea. Or we could just mute it from, from our mixing board. What do you think, Jones? So that the audience could talk into the mic. Yeah. There's ways to do that. <laughs> I thought he was just going to say yeah, and that was it. Yeah, great idea. No, we, I got to think a little more about logistics of doing that, but we can do that. We could totally do it. Yeah. We could do trivia. Or we just have one set up, and you have to walk over to it. Like you have to walk a, up to the like mic. you're at yeah. a, t- a town hall meeting. <laughs> oh, we'll do it town hall style. <laughs> oh, my God. That'd be awesome. We'll have a vote at the end for something. <laughs> And then we'll have that really bad graphic come up on the screen. Like, why is it whenever people vote in like Senate or whatever, the the graphic of like the votes is like from 1973? <laughs> like you you would think that like the U.S. government could you know scrounge up the money for a new uh, um, graphic design. Anyway, so so that was our feedback from this week. Pretty light on feedback actually. Uh, probably because the holidays, everybody's yeah, you know got definitely. more important stuff to do than hang out with us. But whatever. Psh. Um, I'm very excited for this live show. Yeah, now I'm like super excited. Me too. Me too. Okay. What's so, up next? Uh, the next segment is uh, one of my favorites, and I'm not going to say it because I'm going to just have Jonesy's intro say it. And now, the basic quote of the week. Being the holiday season, I had to, uh, I had to pick from a plethora of choices. Uh, cornucopia the, of mediocrity the, the worst <laughs> holiday quote i could find so without further ado my friends i wish you peace love and blah 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 frig that stuff <laughs> i wish you lots of good sex alcohol orgasms and hope you win the friggin lottery merry christmas if that's not hmm. basic white girl meme quote on facebook i don't know what is wow wow Whoever wrote that definitely spilled their drink. <laughs> yeah. uh, I don't even know where to go with this. It's just, why? What is like, when you post stuff like that, what are you thinking in your head? Like You're thinking like, I'm the, I'm the cool chick who writes things like orgasm and sex for my friends on Facebook. She's so That's edgy. what it is. It's like, she's like edgy? It's she like, thinks she's edgy? Yeah, it's like basic 40-year-old white girl edgy. It's like their version of being an edgelord. Which is funny because they're literally taking a meme that someone else wrote, right? Yes. And then they're just posting it. If they wrote that themselves, it's like, hey, you know what? Hey, you're a pretty uh, quasi-clever writer. <laughs> Quasi. Like, that's, if I was like, if you're like a stand-up comedian who has a Twitter account, those are the things that you're supposed to write. Because you're, you're like, tweet, every tweet is like, a, you're trying to go viral, you know? But if you're posting other people's stuff. Yeah. Whatevs. If you're the comedian that wrote that and put that on Twitter, you, you should go out of business. <laughs> Agreed. Put up Agreed. a for sale sign on your face because that's horrible. <laughs> See, that should have been a tweet because you're a funny person. Yes, you're a comedian. Um, I do, I do like other people's quotes though, like actual like good quotes. I'm a, I'm a sucker for a good quote, so I won't I won't I won't hate on posting of quotes. Because there's times where I want to. I stop myself because I know you guys will make fun of me. And that is, um, you know, 
how society keeps everything in balance. Yeah, I'm, <laughs> I'm, I'm cool with some good quotes. Like, yeah. uh, you know, Gordon Bombay, it's not worth winning if you can't win big. <laughs> it's a great quote. That's a good quote. That's a good quote. Like, if you ain't first, you're last. Ricky Bobby. Yeah. Uh, skate to where the puck's going. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Uh, you know, Wayne Brady, I think I said that one. <laughs> one of my favorite quotes. Oh, Dave, I didn't know you like to get wet. <laughs> Wayne Brady, <laughs> lover of PCP. <laughs> <laughs> Wayne Brady is actually the kid from the uh, after school special. <laughs> he survived the fall. Yeah. <laughs> uh, oh, our next segment is is one of the best ones of all. Yes. The segment's mediocre, but the intro to it is the best. Oh, it's the tease. <laughs> Hit it. I don't think anything will ever surpass that as my favorite thing yeah. that Jones has done. My recommendation for this week is to just play that back in your car <laughs> over and over. <laughs> Next time I want to, I want like an online date. I'm going to play that. I'm going to put that on my Spotify mix. I'm going to somehow get it on there so I can play it in the car and just get the reaction. Oh, that'd be amazing. <laughs> You know what you should do, just in general, like, ne- next time you go on a, a random date, you uh, just play the podcast, like, just have the podcast playing in the background once she gets in the car, and just don't mention that it's you, and see how long it takes for her to realize that she's lis- that you're listening to yourself on the radio. So good. Uh, have you guys ever done that? Have you ever recommended the show to someone and not said that it was you? No. I don't really recommend no. the show to anyone. I pr- I'm like, I'm, I, we actually, funny enough, are like... Horrible self-promoters of the show. <laughs> what I'll do is they'll be like, oh, what are you doing tomorrow? I'll be like, oh, I'm, I'm recording a podcast. You do a podcast? Yeah, what's it about? Um, I don't know. Entertainment and funny stuff. Oh, that's cool. Yeah, it's awesome. And then that's it. Like The, the conversation just goes on. I never like give the name of it. <laughs> never, like, <laughs> never, never tell them to go listen, ever. Uh, yeah, when people are like, what's your podcast about? I'm like, um, hmm. You would think, I always, this is how the conversation always goes. I go, you would think because it's called Dinner for Dessert that it's like about food, but it's really not. And then I'm like, well, actually, we do talk about food a lot. So maybe it is. I don't know. I don't know what it is. You should listen, though. <laughs> Terrible salesman. That's my sales pitch. I have set it up on a few people's phones, though. Good who, move. like, didn't know how to ever, like, listen to a podcast. Yeah. I've, like, got the app and, like, subscribed to it. And I'm like, then you just hit that and it'll play the new episode. Here's what I think. Here's my, here's my, uh, plan for global domination of uh of dinner for dessert i say we do this live show and if we make any profit at the end of it we use that profit and do like an like one facebook ad which will cost probably facebook yeah i don't know instagram youtube youtube ad we don't have videos though we have to do video (gasps) or we could videotape like jones was saying off the air we should videotape the live show make it into like a well-produced YouTube clip, video, whatever, and promote the YouTube. Yeah. No, actually, I don't like that idea anymore. <laughs> I hate that idea. You soured on your own idea at the end of your sentence. Yeah. 
Anyway. We'll think about that later. Yeah. You know what I think? I, I think that we played the intro piece for this segment and then didn't get into the segment. <laughs> oh, yeah. Right now. We're doing it right now. So we're doing it right now. So I think we got to play the, the intro piece again. <laughs> <laughs> I would love to. Um, all right. So I'm going to go first. I have a lot to recommend this week. The first is The Witcher on Netflix. It is phenomenal. It's basically everything that Game of Thrones could have been. Is, I'll say it's that. the truth. Yeah. It's more... It's more um, it moves much faster than Game of Thrones does. It's less confusing in a good way, but it still has all the mystique and like, you know, deep like deep stuff, like deep layers that you could like dig into if you like want to go like down the internet rabbit hole to learn more about it. It's oh, all based off of uh, books that were t- then turned into a video game. So there's a lot of subject there's a lot of uh, material on yeah, it. Yeah, screw the internet rabbit hole. Get the game, get the Witcher 3 um, Game of the Year edition that has all the DLC on it. What's DLC? The downloadable content. Oh. All like the extras they added onto the game. Do yourself a favor, get that. It's super cheap now because it came out like a couple years back. Um, it's on every platform. It's even on the Switch now. And play the game. It's incredible. Yeah, and it'll make the show better. Probably. And it's more. Like, it's more than the show. It's yeah. the show, but it's also all the side quests and the extra stuff. Like, they obviously couldn't fit into eight episodes. It's really good. It's really good. Yeah, awesome. Um, I would definitely recommend, if you liked Game of Thrones, you'll like Witcher probably more, a little bit more. Yeah, it was so on. well done. And, and, you know, people were very nervous because the, the game was popular. People love, love, love the game. So when the idea of the TV show came out, people were like, oh, they're going to mess they're this gonna up. They're going to screw it up. They're yeah. totally going to screw this up. But they didn't. They didn't. They did a great He's job. He's awesome. And he played a really awesome uh, lead, uh, Superman, Henry Cavill. Henry Cavill, yeah. Um, I'm so happy for him, too, because he's not done. He has not like had... Like he's had financial success in his acting career, but he hasn't had critical success yet. And yes. I feel like this is finally like because he did Superman movies and the Superman movies kind of nobody cares about the Superman movies. They weren't box office flops, but they were bashed critically. Yeah. And um, he's really good in this. He is like he plays the part really well. Um, they even have like uh the one character who's like a, he's a, a bard. I guess he's like a singer. He's like a traveling musician who's like a great character. Great, like comic relief to the show. Yeah. It's just a great show. Anyway. The show was really well done. And I was so, I watched the first episode and I was like, yes, they freaking nailed it. And then I just proceeded to plow through the rest of the season and it was so worth it. Yeah. So that's my first one. I have like five recommendations this week. Uh, the next one is another Netflix show called The Mind Explained. It's a docuseries. Uh, and they have, um, I think, five episodes so far. They like do an episode on memory, on dreams, on mindful mindfulness. And it's really cool if you're like nerdy into science and and um, you know brain stuff. Eh. You might like it. Eh. Eric obviously won't like it, um, but M- Mika Junis might. Does it have explosions? <laughs> um, it has. Uh, not mental. Syn- I don't need synapse expl- firing. I need, I mean, like real Michael Bay explosions. There, little. There's lots of synapses firing, but if those don't count as explosions to you, then then no. I bet you didn't think I'd know anything like that, huh? The fact that you knew the word synapse, I'm pretty pretty <laughs> impressed. Um, so the mind explained. I definitely would watch it. They do a whole thing about memory and how memories work and how, um, how memories 
fade over time and how they don't work the way you think they do. Like we, like a lot of people think like a memory kind of works like how memory works on a computer where like when you open up a file, the processor like goes to the storage, the hard drive and like takes the file and brings it up and, and like you like recall the memory, your brain doesn't work that way. It kind of like reconstructs memories every time you think about something. Anyway, <laughs> I love it. And you guys should watch it. Sounds pretty riveting. I may check that out. Yeah, you're definitely not. <laughs> My third recommendation uh, is listen to the to the greatest song of all time, which is called "We Don't Have to Take Our Clothes Off." Um, you should wa- listen to that in your car with the windows down today. Right after you finish listening to this episode, you play "We Don't Have to Take Our Clothes Off." Blast it with the windows down. I guarantee you will have a happier day because of it. I mean, I'm not even going to lie. I've done this before in my life, um, and it's fantastic. It really is. So that's a legit recommendation for your mental health. You will all have a better day if you do this. Even if you hate the song, the sheer ridiculousness of the moment will make you happier. No one, I guarantee hates, no one hates that song. You can't hate that song unless you really want to take your clothes off, and the song keeps telling you not to. <laughs> um, and then my last recommendation is a new song by The Weeknd called Blinding Lights. I just played it for Eric and Jones before we uh, did the show today. Uh, I love The Weeknd. I think he's awesome. I think he's super talented. I also, you know that we're all very much obsessed with synthwave music, like that 80s retro kind of um, electronic stuff. Uh, The new Weeknd song is basically a synthwave song, and it's amazing. So The Weeknd, Blinding Lights. Those are my recommendations. Yeah, it was a good song, and apparently it's... Probably popular and played on terrestrial radio, which I never listened to, because it had 100 million views already on Spotify by the time I saw it. Oh, did it really? Yeah. So Synthwave is making it to the mainstream. That's pretty wild. Nice. How about you, Junzi? I would like to recommend two things that I got for Christmas this year, as I had referenced earlier in the show. First one being the Amazon Echo Show, which is a, imagine taking like an Echo Dot or uh, any one of those other things that already had Alexa and all that good audio stuff built in and pop a screen onto it. Uh, it can do all kinds of cool stuff that I didn't even really know about. Like it, it can, can do, do anything. <laughs> Movies or books or TV shows. It's got a camera built on the front. And this is the thing that you've seen in the commercial where uh, the girl's making dinner and she burns it and has to call her dad. And her dad walks her through how to make some other dish and, Turns out that he's really on the screen. He's not there in person, you know. So this thing has that. It's got a, a camera with uh, like video conferencing built in. Uh, you can watch all kinds of videos on it. Uh, what I do in my kitchen, I like to put like a recipe of something I'm cooking on the screen, so I don't have to worry about where my iPad is or worrying about the batteries dying on my phone or anything like that. It's already built in there. Uh, it's got uh, built-in integration to ring doorbells. So, like, let's say you have the Echo Show in, like, your bedroom somewhere and someone rings the bell. You can watch it right on that thing. And you can communicate back through it, right? Yeah, you can communicate through it. It's got a walkie-talkie feature. So, like, if you have other uh, Amazon Echo units throughout the house, you can talk between them. Like, let's say I'm upstairs and so-and-so is downstairs. I don't have to scream down the stairs. I can just talk through the Amazon. Uh, There's a lot of cool stuff. I'm still figuring out things that it can do that are going to make my day just a little easier. I like it. I like the recommendation. I'm as you're talking about it, I'm sold. I think I'm going to get one. Not not for a while though cuz I've I think I've 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 hit my max no, you know quota I'll, on buying buying stupid things. You know when I'll get it? I'll like get it next, next Prime Day I'll get it. 
Oh, good move. When is Prime Day? I don't know. I forget. July. It's actually say July. The, the, it's like the, half price, though, on Prime Day. I'll definitely yeah. do it. There's two different ones right now. There's an 8-inch screen and a 5-inch screen, and I have the 5-inch. The 5-inch, it, it, it depends on what you're using it for, right? Like, if you wanted to, like, specifically watch video, the 8-inch is probably the way to go. The the 5-inch is awesome for just, like, a little utility thing. Or, like, in my kitchen, it's great. Like, I, it's, I can either put, like, a little Amazon Prime video on it, like, watch a TV show or something, or you know, uh, uh, a recipe. There's a million different things I can do with it. I like it. I'm sold. I love, yeah. I love my echoes. I have, I have three. I have one in, in here in the studio. I have one in the bedroom and then one in the kitchen. And I'm a huge fan. Yeah. We use it. We, and we smart homed our downstairs pretty good. Like we have like the lights and the TV and everything. So, um, and we have a ring doorbell. So I feel like that, that could be the, uh, icing on top of the smart home cake. Yeah, and it's the only one of those things that does that with the ring doorbell. Like none of the other, yeah. Uh, like Google Home doesn't do that. There's a couple other ones that don't do that. That's all. Yeah, right now when someone rings the door or comes up to the door, it says my my echoes just go. Someone is at your door. It's It'd be a lot cooler to just see it. See it, yeah. Uh, my next recommendation. Uh, I know that there's a couple of guitar players in the audience, and uh, I had a. I only own like big major guitar amplifiers, like stuff that you would play like Madison Square Garden with, right? I haven't had like a practice amplifier at home in forever. And I do prefer playing electric guitar to my acoustic guitars. So this year I asked Santa Claus very, very nicely for a small practice amp, and I got the Blackstar Fly 3. This thing is a little three watt amplifier. Um, it's got like a very small speaker on it, maybe like a four inch speaker. But it comes with an extension speaker cabinet where you can kind of move them apart and pl- kind of play in stereo. Uh, it's got built-in distortion effects and a built-in delay effect. And this thing sounds awesome. The distortion sounds like legit distortion? Yeah. Like, it, the only thing about it that I could possibly say, like, in a negative light is that when you turn the gain all the way up, it doesn't go into, like, heavy metal area. Like, it still stays in, like, a rock and roll type like of Like 60s thing. distortion? Style. No, no, it sounds like it sounds like something like the band would use, like our band would have used in like a rhythm guitar setting. Just n- not like I don't see you playing like Metallica on it or Slayer. You know, it's like just below that level. Okay. And so it's small, compact. Is it is it battery powered or you plug it in? Uh you can do either. It's powered by six AA batteries or an uh, AC adapter that it comes with. Uh, I plan on powering it through the batteries mostly. The other thing, too, is that if you don't want to bring the extension cabinet, it's just you can use just the one speaker. So you can just bring around this one little battery-powered thing if you wanted to. Or if you wanted to make like a little corner in your house and set it all up, you can have the second speaker and plug it into the wall and not touch it, but you'd still have an amplifier to play through at home. That's really cool. It's plenty loud. It's not loud enough to play with like a drummer. Like it's not that kind of practice amp. Like it's way more of like a bedroom practice amp. It, unless you're you want to like play in like the subway, maybe. Oh, in the subway. In the subway, this thing would be perfect. That's probably what a lot of those guys use. I would bet you that it's either they use either that or like the Roland Cube, which is like the rival version of this. And it also has a built-in um, uh, like input for an MP3 player or anything like that. Like anything that uses a. Uh, headphone jack what how, what's the uh, retail price oh it's i think 100 bucks even okay that sounds like a 
good good investment for for guitar players out there. Like what I've been doing lately is that I, I take my iPad right because it's like the only thing that I have that has a like a headphone jack on it. I get a little cable going from the iPad to the amplifier, and then I look up like YouTube videos of like backing tracks for the guitar, right? And then I just play along with them. It's kind of like karaoke for the guitar. That's awesome. That's really cool. It's a lot of fun, and I, I plan on taking that little amp with me to places. Like maybe I'll play at the beach. Maybe I'll play at a friend's house. Yeah, that's cool, man. Portability. <laughs> yeah, it'll just get me playing a little more than I am now, which would be nice. All right, I only have one recommendation. And what's that? I found this dude on YouTube called Python Cowboy. And are you familiar with like the Everglades right now? How they're like super overpopulated with Burmese pythons and iguanas? No. Oh, iguanas! I know. I didn't know there was a python. Oh, problem dude! Too. I was just in the Everglades like uh, two or three weeks ago, and they are everywhere. Okay, so they're everywhere, and it's like legal to just <clears throat> kill them because it's completely overrun. And it was, it was like for a while, it was ruining every <clears throat> native species to the area. Now they're the native species are starting to make a comeback because people are actually out there taking care of them. And this one guy, Python Cowboy, he puts up like half-hour YouTube videos, and he gets paid by individual people to go clear out all the iguanas or giant Burmese pythons. And he literally just drives down the road uh, standing one leg on like the inside of his pickup truck and one leg on like the door. And he just looks and he stops the car and the cameraman jumps out and he'll grab like a 15 foot Burmese python from the side of the road and like fight it for five minutes till it calms down and put it in a bag. Wow. What does he do with all of them? Well, he takes them home. If he, if he can get them alive, he takes them home he mainly kills them by the freezing temperature, and then he uses the meat for food and sells it to people in the glades who don't maybe have enough money to like get real meat. So he does it with the iguanas and, and the snakes, and then he uses every part of it. So he uses like the skin. He'll make like wallets and stuff and sell them. Oh, that's awesome! Uh, but it's like super, super interesting and like cool. It's cool that he found the way to kind of make something positive out of just instead of just like. Straight up exterminating all yeah, of them. Yeah, like his whole thing is the Everglades are my home. My family's been here for generations. And if like if this doesn't get stopped, we're not going to be able to live here anymore. Yeah. He's like, and like I want a- future generations of these kids that are born here to like, you know, have an area to grow up in like I did. It's it's I get it. Yeah, I think I saw something like the government was actually paying people. Oh, yeah. He saying gets, like, hey, you know, you get you get 10 bucks for yeah, every one you kill. It's It's like 25. So he'll walk in with like. 30 iguanas and they'll give them 25 a piece yeah you know if they're over a certain size yeah that's awesome would that get them enough money to buy a ticket to our live show <laughs> we plan on I, charging I'd a lot i'd love this. to it get depends if we do top shelf uh liquor or not um he'd have to bring us wallets though fresh made wallets <laughs> this wallet's fresh <laughs> never had someone say that before it's amazing i want a fresh wallet so yeah i just i started i went down like a Literally a couple hours the other day just watching this guy's YouTube videos, and they're just so interesting. That's really cool. So. Okay. So we have um, probably enough time to do a little bit of our, uh, uh, our uh, I guess, agenda. I don't we think sh- we're going to be able to finish all no, of it. No, we should do the resolutions. All right. We'll, okay. We'll skip Because we could do, on next week's, like, you know, the first episode of the new year, we could do New Year's fun facts. That's true. Um, we could also do the New Year's playlist next week. That's true, which um, is fine. But the resolutions we should we should hammer out now. Do you, you think cool that, with that? Yeah, that works for me. Yeah, you, there was a car alarm. Going yeah, off, I was going to say. Do you, do you think that um, the audience could hear the car alarm? I don't know. I barely heard it, so I doubt they can hear it. That's true. 
um, okay, we're going to do... So I have a little uh, a little treat for you guys. I pulled up last year's show notes for last, <laughs> oh, last New Year's. And lucky for us, we documented what our New Year's resolutions were. Oh, I were. actually remember mine. So I'm okay with that. I only had one, I think. So Eric, yours from last year was today you, tomorrow me. That The, totally. the philosophy on life. Uh, have, do you feel that you lived up to that? Absolutely. And I will for the rest of my life. Love it. Love it. Mine were, I had three. My first one was spend less time using my phone, laptop, and iPad. Um, I did not do so well. I was going to say, yeah, you didn't do that. I did not do so well. My second one was read two books, one fiction, one nonfiction. I kind of lived up to that. I read, but they were both nonfiction. I'll I'll let it, I'll give it to you. You let it slide. Um, And then my third one was to curse less, which I have done. Totally. Even just this show alone. I, I don't curse anymore on it. Yeah. So we did. We really did a good job of that, except for Mike Jones, who before dropped an F-bomb and potty, I had to go back. Potty mouth. Spend 30, potty mouth 30 minutes finding, <laughs> finding it. And if I was ever going to 41 minutes, I believe it was that. Oh, yeah. 41 minutes. If I was ever going to drop an F-bomb, that was the time to do it. Yeah. <laughs> it was well-placed. What was Jones' resis from so last year? Jonesy's were record more production pieces for the show, and you did, and you kicked ass with, um, with the recommendations. Yep. And basic, basic quote of the week. There were a lot of production pieces. There were more um, like segment introductions this time around. Like I haven't done like a like a full on comedy bit in a while, but I feel like that kind of doesn't fit this show sometimes anymore. We do need yeah. a couple of commercials though. I think yeah, I that think, we could play in a rotation. I think that's the only thing we're missing. Yeah, I would say from a production piece perspective, I would agree. Like those long form ones just don't fit our format anymore. But a but a thirty second or even a fifteen second parody commercial, like if we had like five or six of them that we could just randomly totally. pepper in, I think that's. But let me say, you've home runned every single one of these intro pieces. Yeah, like. That's absolute really absolute home run. Yeah, I feel like you found your groove. You, like you found your, your wheelhouse. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But you know, you know what the cool thing is about doing the show? Like in, in, in all honesty, I love watching it evolve. You know what I'm saying? Like, and we learn things like we try new things and some things work. Some things don't. We, and we've like, we just keep, you know, uh, pushing it forward. So I, I, it's really cool to see that. And it's cool to see that last year we were talking about doing more production pieces and you really crushed it this year with that. So that's yeah, like awesome. all of our segments are, are accounted for now and that's awesome. Yeah. Well, except for the, uh, the recap of 2019 resolution segment. <laughs> that was a surprise. Which... Yeah, you could, <laughs> uh, that's true. Um, okay. He also had eat less cheese, eat more black grapes from Costco. How'd you do? With I that? don't know how that worked out. Uh, fellas, I got to let you know. It's a little secret. I, I ate so many that now I have type two diabetes. <laughs> oh, Jesus. No. Um, the, the thing is, you're not joking. Um, <laughs> Um, but and it's probably not the grapes that did it. Can I also tell you all something? Um, uh, cheese has a very low glycemic index. <laughs> Actually, probably eating more cheese might have helped out that whole issue. <laughs> so if your resolution was eat more cheese and less black grapes from Costco, <laughs> maybe you wouldn't have had uh, type 2 diabetes this year. Yeah, I mean, my cholesterol might have been a bit higher because <laughs> my cholesterol is actually pretty good right now. But 
Yeah, I probably wouldn't have to be on medication for the rest of my life. So let's uh, let's try to figure out what your New Year's resolution for 2020 is and make sure that yeah, it's, beat it the, doesn't involve grapes. Beat the beatus. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Be, beating the beatus. <laughs> That's going to be, oh my God, we should do a whole segment every week called Beating the Beatus. And we'll just, you'll just give us a status update <laughs> on, your, on your A1 oh, whatever Bro, number. Bro, we could make What's a solid shirt out of that too. Oh my God, beat the beatus. That would get everyone to turn the show off. I don't, I don't think so. Dude, I think that... That you could become, you could take your um, your diagnosis and turn it into a positive and become an inspiration for all uh, beatus beaters right now out there. All the all you know, I'll, I'll instead make, of being that the guy who has the big must walrus well, mustache. Hey, dude, don't knock Wilford Brimley because that dude is living large right now off his beatus money. Yeah, type two diabetes. <laughs> it sounds so much cooler when you call it diabetes, right? Yeah. Or as uh, illiterate people on the internet say, die of beaties. Die of beaties. I don't want to die from beaties. <laughs> <laughs> anyway. It's pretty hard to die from beaties these days. <laughs> yeah, it's like, true. No, people really don't have like limbs cut off like they used to when we were kids, you know? That's good. That's yeah. good. Uh, I also had uh, said that I was going to spend more time on electronic devices <laughs> in an effort to uh, offset pomp, <laughs> and somehow I did. He totally did. Yeah, you have an Echo Show now. But he offset you by spending more time on it. You spent less. You guys reversed. That's true. Well, either way, I think we all could s- did more time in general on electronic <laughs> oh, devices. Oh, I got a Nintendo Switch in the last year. I got a a second big screen TV in the apartment. Uh, I'm living long. You got a second Switch that I sold to yeah. your fiance. Oh my god! <laughs> Me and my fiance sit around playing our Switches together, like While watching TV. Yeah, we do. <laughs> Not only have I put it clocked probably three thousand hours of Fortnite, um, I also got a little gadget so that I could put my iPhone on top of a PlayStation controller and then play Fortnite on my phone using my PlayStation controller, so I could play it anywhere. Like I'm. Hitting rock bottom. I'm doing the exact opposite. Nah, of you're living your life, man. You're living your best life. Yeah. All right, so we put out a thing on, on the gram um, asking people what their 2020 New Year's resolutions were. Yep. And uh, we got some, some responses, and I think we should end the show reading those off. Um, after you re- Can you read them? And after each one, I'll just say like a, a catchphrase from reggae music. Like I'll be like, Lord of mercy. Yeah. <laughs> Why, why Why? wouldn't we do it that way? I don't know. I just I feel like maybe we should try it. All right. So Jason, his resolution is to be a frig boy. A lot of mercy. I believe that was a different word than frig, but we had oh, to. Yeah, uh, I had to change it to frig boy because we don't curse on here. But, <laughs> but Jason wants to be a frig boy. I don't, uh, I don't blame him. Uh, I think his girlfriend won't be happy about that. But no. Whatever. Brendan wants to worry less and try and be more in the moment. I agree with that. I, well, not worry. I don't worry about anything, unfortunately, but I need to be more in the moment. Yeah. Um, I'm not worried about the worry part because I don't do that. Yeah, I don't know how to worry. But no, that's a really good one. Well done, Brendan. Um, be more in the moment. I think we all, I suck at that. I am the least in the moment person, except for when we do the show. This is probably the only time I'm present in the world <laughs> yeah. ever. Uh, Meek Jones's fiance says to eat more chicken. That's great, except for not on New Year's Eve because it's bad luck. Yes, but do go to Chick-fil-A because it's good luck. Also, my wife uh, uh, admitted to, to the three of us this morning uh, over coffee that she thought it was pronounced Chick-fil-A. Yep. So it made me love her more. Is that weird? Yeah, and she's also never been there, so we have to take her. We've, we've also decided that my wife looks like Amy Shark. Yes. Do, 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 do. <laughs> Amy Shark. Um, that's it. Um, 
You you put the word private parts in here, and I don't know what it was meant to be. Okay, so Ben said, stop letting these beeps ruin my day. Ah, uh, okay. So I just wrote private parts. Gotcha. He used he used a um, whatever the opposite of a euphemism is for the lady part. Oh, okay, Chinese. Yeah. And then um, Alex Jones said he wants to learn more about blacksmithing. That's awesome. That's really cool. I don't know where you go to blacksmith, but um, I'm sure it's somewhere. Maybe my, old my, Bethpage Village. My, <laughs> Restoration. My comment on this is that uh, if there's anyone that I know in my entire life that will do this, it's my brother Alex. By the way, your brother Alex's kid is the cutest kid of all time. Yeah, he's a pretty cute kid. I also got to say that uh, it's a bad time for him to learn how to do something with super hot metal yeah probably when you have a one-year-old at home it's probably not the best yeah yeah like wait till he's like 22 yeah but he is the most adorable kid i've seen in a long time i mean kids took up that apprenticeship back in the day at like nine so yeah if my dad was the dad he'd be like seven years old forging <laughs> forging stuff you gotta work you're 10 years old you're a man now you gotta fold that steel into a blade yep uh, Mike, Mike Arnone, yeah. he says, this is for profiling purposes, right? No one does this. <laughs> no, this isn't a trap, uh, but I think he thinks that we were trapping people. No, I think this is for real. I think, you know, it's nice to do New Year's resolutions. Even if you don't stick to them, it's a good time. Here's my, here's my, my, my feeling on it. No one ever sticks to them, but it is a good time to just reflect and say, like, what do, like, what do I want to change in my life? What don't, what I, what's going well? What's not going well? It's a, it's a reassessment. It's a recalibration of your priorities. Like, so less of, it's less about the New Year's resolution itself and more about the just taking a second to like reflect, like, what do I want to change? Because um, when people say like, oh, I want to, I want to lose 10 pounds. It's like, you should always want, like, you should always be trying to do yeah. that. Like, why are you waiting to, and like, or, oh, I'm going to quit smoking. It's like, you should always try to quit smoking. Like, you shouldn't like wait till January 1st. I feel yeah. like it's a, it's a cop out. It's almost like people use a New Year's resolution so that they can binge on bad things before January 1st. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, start of January 1st, I'm going to stop doing this. So between now and then, I'm going to go off the rails. Um, but I think it's good to just reassess. That's my thing. I agree. Professor Charlie says he wants to write more. He really should. He's the smartest person we know. Yeah, so he totally should be doing more. Um, yeah, we're Jesus, Charlie. We're like kind of mad at you. We yeah. need a, we need a book from Charlie ASAP. I also haven't seen him in a while, so I'm a little mad at that. I get to see him today, actually. Oh, you jerk! I hate you. And we're going over his house to you know have tea and crumpets, and then we're also going to maybe have a writing session. Who knows? He wouldn't write with you. That's true. I don't know how to spell. I'm kidding. That was mean. That was mean. I know how to write good. <laughs> I can write good. And read good. Derek says he wants to spend more time answering Instagram questions. It's great. Well, do we have a treat for you, Derek? Oh, We're yeah. going to keep posting Instagram questions. Oh, yeah. Derek, you're going to fulfill this resolution. If anyone's going to stick to their resolution this year, it's going to be Derek. I also haven't seen Derek in a long time, and I'm kind of mad about Me that. Me neither. I miss him. Derek, Derek is a new, a new dad. So it's not really that new anymore. I still got the new baby smell. Uh, yeah. You're a new dad until the kid's one, I think. He's not one yet? I don't think so. Maybe. First <laughs> first birthday is like when you're like, all right, now you're like, you're a vet. You're a seasoned pro. Yeah. Um, but I haven't seen Derek in a while either. I miss him. I miss you, Derek. I want to eat Greek food with you. I want to eat Greek food with you guys. Uh, me and Eric want to eat Greek food with you. <laughs> Jones doesn't want to come, though. No, yeah. I don't. <laughs> <laughs> Jones, you wouldn't come for Greek food with us? That would be so lovely. Just like the four of us just getting It would be Greek lovely. Food. You know, I'll get baklava. 
You won't because of the beatus. I love Greek food. Does Derek still live um, in Astoria or has that changed? He lives in Astoria. My favorite Greek restaurant is there, Taverniki Clades, and I would totally love to set up a night where we go there so I could eat Baby Shark. Um, Baby Shark. Doo, 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 yes. doo, doo, doo. I'm pretty sure that that's his favorite place, and I think I've no been there way. twice. I think I've been there twice. I well, can't remember their, the names. Their Baby Shark on the menu is my favorite. Doo, 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 doo. I can't stop. And I've been eating it since before that song. I wish I would have known that song when it first happened. Yeah, that's. That, I would have sang it the whole meal. That place is legit. I love it. So you guys can make a reservation for three because I won't be there. Lu- Lucy writes, <laughs> I want to <laughs> travel more. Lucy, we all want to travel more. Let's arrange that. <laughs> Lucy, you should travel to our live podcast. Yes. I'm just saying. Um, We're going to be so good at promoting that thing when it comes time. Yeah, totally. I think it's actually going to be heavily attended. Me too. I have a feeling that we're going to get like a, a legit turnout. I feel like we're going to need more chairs. We're going to need more room for activities. Yes. Yes. <laughs> Make an activities corner. <laughs> I, I just I want to think about like how we're going to ask them to stock the bar. Oh, like I can't what, wait. Like what beers would we put on, on the menu? Like Narragansett. Bud, all Bud Lights with Miller Lite labels. All Bud Lights with Miller Lite labels. <laughs> That's a great idea. Narragansett tall boy cans. Narragansett tall boys. Maybe some um, PBR short boys. <laughs> yeah. Yep. Some natty light tall boys. Totally. Maybe throw in like uh, a miss. You know, like the golden ticket in Charlie and the Chocolate Factory. We could have the golden can, which will be an old English tall boy. So it'll be like a cooler filled of natty light tall boys, but there'll be one old English tall boy, and whoever gets the old English tall boy wins a prize. Totally. In. I got in. the golden toll, boy. <laughs> that's how it's going to go. Can you make a production piece? I can, yeah. <laughs> can you just remix what I just said? Because <laughs> that was the most masculine thing I've done today. <laughs> I got the golden toll, boy. I gave you two now. You have two takes. Eric, why don't you do it too so that we could, he can nope. do a harmony? No? So Jones's <laughs> 2020, uh, what is it? Recon, uh, rec- Resolution. Resolution. <laughs> reconciliation uh save more money make more music in general and go to the beach more this summer that could be arranged i never go to the beach you really don't and you guys realize that you come to my house every week and the beach is i could dude i throw a rock and hit the i lived five houses away from the beach and i went like three times with you with you oh my god i think i'm stroking out yeah you're having a heavy birtation right now on the air um we should all go to the beach more last summer i went every friday uh, this summer, I would like to go every Saturday and Friday, but maybe also Wednesday. And like, if this I can is captivating radio right if now, if I can squeeze in like a Monday, you want to just pull up your planner right now, and <laughs> we could all just listen to you think out loud about about your scheduling. Like Monday would be great because it's like so it's like off the beaten path, and there won't be a lot of people there, and I can bring my umbrella and set it up wherever I'd like. Yeah, that's, that's good. What, then, what kind of SPF are you going to use? <laughs> No, 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 none. You're going to get nice nice and burnt. No, that's what I need my umbrella for. Yeah? What kind of umbrella? It's a Tommy Bahama, just like everyone else's. (laughs) Tommy Bahama is going strong in Long Beach right now. I think everyone buys the same stuff from Costco. When you go, like, if you go to Costco, the beach chairs are Tommy Bahama, and then you go to the beach, and every single person has the same Tommy Bahama. Tommy Bahama. Thomas Bahamas. Thomas Bahamas Bahamas doing great. Tomahama? Yeah. Tomahama. Um... So save more money, more make more music, and go to the beach. I like it. That's all pretty good stuff. All right. My recommendations... No, I'm just kidding. My resolutions are... <laughs> you did it too. Damn it. <laughs> Read more books. Stop having heavy birtations on the air. <laughs> um, 
I want to take the podcast and my new band, The Gold Coast, uh, up a notch. And what I mean by that, I just want to make them better for the for the. I think everybody the got the gist of what up a notch meant. I just want to, you know, I just wanted to explain it, you know. <laughs> uh, and then I want to eat less. Damn it! I want to eat less fast food, but I but I have an exception. I want to eat more Chick Fil A. GD, right? You do. Yeah. So, Eric, what about you? What are your uh, resolutions? Uh, I, I, this year, I don't know, man. I need you guys to help me pick one. Ooh. Well, I have I have a list that I would like to ask you about, and uh, you can tell me whether or not you'd like to adopt these. So uh, this are we doing recommendations of resolutions? Yeah. Did we just mix two yeah. segments together? Ooh, I'm excited. Uh, this is the part of the show. <laughs> Hit it. Eric's resolution for 2019. Actually, let's make that 2020. I'm just reading this verbatim. Eric's resolution for 2020 is to eat less spiders in his sleep. Uh, yeah. Yeah, okay. I would love to. I would love for that to be a thing. Okay, you got one. Okay, we're gonna do that one. Uh, Eric's New Year's resolution is to keep kicking butt and taking names because detailed record keeping is very important. Yeah, yep, I'm with it. <laughs> okay, make sure to keep detailed records. I do of every butt I kick. Nice. <laughs> you have like a butt kicking journal. <laughs> it's a marble uh, notebook. Yeah. Oh my god! And the cover is just Dalton from <laughs> from Roadhouse. <laughs> <laughs> Eric's resolution for 2020 is to do so much yoga that his friends start to hate him for it. Oh, I can totally see that happening. I'm going to have to not do that one. I just like come here with your yoga mat. Just so we know that you do yoga. (laughs) Just so you know. Just so you know, I do yoga. Always come here in spandex with a rolled up yoga mat. You know, it's called athleisure pump. (laughs) (laughs) Oh my God. Imagine you went like full Lululemon on us. You just like showed up in athleisure all the time with your yoga mat. Is that a Greek dish that you're going to get next week? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Can I get the Lululemon baby shark? <laughs> um, Eric's resolution in 2020 is to bring back ska. That wow. can be arranged. I feel like I was never the biggest ska guy to begin with, where I enjoy some of it. I don't know if I'd want to bring it back. Pick it up, pick it up. Pick it up, pick it up. Eric's resolution I want to be the pick it up guy. That's it. If you start a ska band, I'll just be the pick it up guy in the background. Eric uh, has two resolutions this year. Uh, first one is always return to shopping cart, and second one is don't get pregnant. Okay, I can definitely uh, jump on board with both of those. I hate people that don't return their shopping cart, so I always do. No matter where the return is, I, agree. I will always bring it there. Nothing worse than seeing an open spot, swinging in and having a jam on your brakes because some jerk ahead of you left his cart right there. Yeah. I feel the same way about people who get pregnant. Yeah, I'm just kidding. <laughs> um, Here's the last of your resolutions, Eric. Eric, your New Year's resolution is to convince as many people as possible that Hillbilly is short for Mountain William. <laughs> Did you make that up yourself? No, I couldn't even. I could barely read that. Mountain, Mountain William. William. <laughs> uh, That's the dumbest thing I've heard in a long time. I wish I made that up. That was fantastic. Uh, well. I think we have a podcast episode name. Yeah, I was just going to say. Mountain William. <laughs> wow, it comes on the last minute of the show. Should, Love it. should it be like MT period William? <laughs> Mount William? Yes? Yeah, Jones likes it. Yeah. If Jones laughs like that, that yeah, means yeah, yeah. that's the name of the episode. All right, so Mount William it is. All right, so uh, listen, this is it. This is the last one of the year. We had a good year, 2019. Solid. Good year, good year boys. Wow. Can't believe it's done. We did a lot of episodes this year. Yeah. We had a lot of fun. We're going to do even more next year. We had some highs. 
We had some lows. More highs. We had some mids. We had some PCPs. Yeah. We had some like mediocre episodes, like when the one when you weren't there, me and Joe just <laughs> talking about science. Was uh, that this year? I don't know. I don't think <laughs> it was actually. I gotta ask you a question, right? So we did fifty four episodes. Yeah. We're up to you right now. Is this the fifty fifth? I think this is fifty four. Hold on. Okay. Let me check. When is that from? Uh, well, that counts the first 21 episodes, which are the lost episodes. Okay. Oh, okay. So right. we did 20, 22, episode 22 was called the reboot. That was the first episode of the new format where we stripped out all the music. So we did 32 with the non-music format. Yes. No, 33. Whatever. Whatever, dude. And that's, that's, I, I forgot what we were talking about. That's really, read. really good when you consider the... Like, if this is a weekly show, we had opportunity to do 52 shows, and we did... We skipped the summer. We, yeah, we skipped but we, the whole summer, yeah. But we did a lot of shows. Yeah. Like, that's more than a lot of podcasts do. So yeah. So, I'm, I'm pretty happy about that. I would like to do... So, if we can do... We did, what, 34? We just I forgot what we just said. 33, whatever. Some, yeah, around that. Whatever 54 minus 21 is. I can't 33. Do 33. Um, which is the age Jesus was when he died coincidence i think not we are the savior of the internet jeez i just i just got deep on you oh, that sounds really perverted actually <laughs> now that i think about it um <laughs> uh i'd like to do 40 plus in yeah, 2020 i think do we that. could do that we I mean, could do that as a group resolution we got to just figure out how to get the summers down pat this whole summer we just took off but maybe that's okay you know what? Maybe the problem isn't taking weeks off. The problem is not telling anyone that we're taking yeah, weeks off. Yeah, next time we just have to let them know. So they're not like, dude, what happened to your episodes? Not like, all right, we'll see you guys next week. And then two and a half months later, we, we should, an episode. We should do like a mid-season finale and be like, all right, this is our last episode for the next yes. month. So that at least people know not to... Totes. Totes. Or at okay. least they can look out for a new episode of Jones and Friends. <laughs> you should really do a spinoff. Like... This is Cheers, and that's Frasier, you know? <laughs> wow. If I did, like, an odd, like, wacky podcast, would we put it up on our feed? Or would it have to be something else? I, we, nah, we, we could feed it. Yeah, we put it on the feed. All right. All right. In that case, maybe I'll, maybe I'll do one next time that there's an, an opportunity. <laughs> we can do, like, instead of calling it, like, episode 56, it'll just be called, you know, Jones and Friends. There, Jones a, and Friends 1, and yeah. so that people will know that it's not a normal episode. Uh, we could actually, you could actually do cover art for every episode. I just make it every week. It's just the same. It's just the logo. But we could theoretically have your each episode have a different cover. Oh, all right. So maybe we'll do that for, jo- right. for Jones and Friends. Let's see. You should do that. Make them like fifteen minute episodes. Yeah. You know what you could do? <laughs> you could probably record like. 10, 15-minute episodes, and we'll just sprinkle them in every couple of days just so that there's something to listen to. That's 150 minutes. Yeah, 150. It could be done. Word. All right. All right, look, until uh, next year. Yeah, see you next year. We love you all. We appreciate you more than you know. Um, Holy crap, hold on. See you next decade. Whoa. 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 See you in the 20s. That's ultimate dad. The raging see 20s. See you next decade. <laughs> we'll see you in the raging 20s. Remember when we, we named them the raging 20s? Yeah. Like a year ago? Yeah. You think I, we can make that a thing? Yeah, we already did. It's the raging 20s. It's the grave digging 20s, guys. Yes. Don't you dare. <laughs> All right, so until uh, until next year, bye. Peace. <laughs>